0: Let's do it. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode two of Hung Cheese. I'm here with Mike and Dirty Mike. You're listening to John. Uh, oh. Welcome, Sep. from where are you at right now, Sep? I am in Baltimore right now. What are you doing there?
1: Uh, corporate sending the little guy out for some sales training. So I'm here for four days. Training? Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. Well,
1: yeah, I'm just honing my skills down here.
0: So, what, are you in a hotel?
1: I am in a hotel room by myself right now. My roommate, who I don't know who he is or how to pronounce his name, is coming at 1030.
0: Jeez, that sounds – are you nervous for that arrival or are you excited?
1: Um, it's. I'm kind of thinking it's like the first day of school where you walk in and you don't really know where to sit at lunch. So, I mean, Ball's in his court. I already claimed the bed, so i I claimed my dominance in this room.
0: Yeah, definitely nice being there first. Um. And uh, dirty Mike, how are you doing? Uh, what's up, boys? Yeah, I'm.
2: Um, <clears throat> this hangover is finally, uh, you know, settling in, so it's subsiding. I, I think it's getting worse. <laughs> oh <honestly>. no! <laughs> I don't know if you guys are gonna get my best performance today, oh. but uh,
0: I'm gonna power through. We'll pick it up. How about you, Seth? How you feeling today after last night? You were you were pretty banged up. So how you feeling?
1: Yeah, the plane ride wasn't enjoyable at all. Um, although his, his landing was butter. The pilot's landing was butter. Did you and clap? There was no one on the, there was, uh, no, I did not clap. The lady next to me clapped though, um, <laughs> which was kind of a bad move on her part, but not really hung over anymore. More just jet lag from the flight.
0: Right. Cause, uh, the, that time difference between Long Island, New York and Baltimore. Is that, is that what That's, you're referring to?
1: <laughs> fucking kill it, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you obviously didn't do too well in geography class, but, uh. As for me, I feel great. I uh, I took two more of those pills, these uh, DHM Detox Miracle Pills, as I like to be calling them. Come on, John. No free ads. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see if we can get them to sponsor the pod, but two more of those down the hatch, and I woke up feeling like a million bucks. Um, so I definitely felt good. Sepp, I'm surprised you felt as good as you did because you are my drunkest girl at the party. Um really just a shit show performance from you start to finish. Uh, we put, you know, we, we went out trying to catch the fights, the UFC fights, um, Saturday night. You were like hankering to call the Uber in the middle of the main event. I'd calm (laughs) calm you down. Like, no, we're going to watch this. We get back to my place. You pissed all over the bathroom. Like, I don't even, I don't know what you were aiming at, but it wasn't the toilet. And, uh, basically just all the way around not a great showing from the drunkest girl at the party mike Sepp. uh kicking it over to dirty mike for his uh weekend update so my drunkest girl at the party is
2: actually a drunk drunkest girls at the party Ooh. um it is myself my good buddy alec and my other good buddy colin uh last night we got absolutely in one and the picture i want to paint for you guys <laughs> It's four a.m. Each of us, you know, we got pizza from from uh, the local pizza joint, <laughs> and we were all laying on different parts of the couch, just eating the pizza. But we had each of us had it on our chests. It was like quite the scene, I'd say. Um, Sep, who's your drunkest girl at the party?
1: Um, I'm gonna have to go with myself. Just because wow. I was in a situation where I've never been before. Um, I bet on every UFC fight yesterday for no particular reason. Lost the majority of them. But uh, I was at the bar, and all of a sudden, I just started losing my, my senses. Like, I couldn't hear anyone. I couldn't make out words. I'm pretty sure I couldn't taste what I was drinking anymore. Um, and then, I know John just said I peed all over the place when I got home. I mean, it was a bathroom, so where else are you supposed to pee? But, so um, in
0: the toilet but... yeah so, so you're saying that you just lost all like motor function is that, you're, yeah. is that what you're saying yeah
1: and then i the last thing i really remember was laying down on the couch or my bed in your room and then basically just going on a manhunt for snacks i think i housed a bag of doritos and popcorn um and yeah, woke but- up with crumbs all over myself
0: I'm I'm looking at the empty bag right now. Yeah, the one of the empty bags actually looks like there was like a rat or something inside and gnawed its way out. Like the way you opened it was kind of unique. Like you didn't like pinch and pull the top. You like maybe stabbed it with something or like I don't know what you did to open that bag, but it looked innovative and it looked desperate is what it looked. Um,
1: That's that's where I was at. I was desperate.
0: All right. Well, speaking of desperation – We'll go into some sports, and the Lakers are des- definitely desperate, um, losing four, their fourth out of fit five games, right? I believe that's the stat. Um, not looking good. Just lost to the Suns last night. Uh, LeBron, in my estimation, is doing everything he can to get these guys to win a game, and they just... Can't do it. Dirty's itching getting on this. Have they
2: lost, John? Have they lost four out of five? Is that since LeBron activated himself, or
0: no? I don't think. I think since the (laughs) activation, it's two out of three. But either way, things are going downhill. Um, If you have some more thoughts on on the Lakers, well, did you
2: see that video clip where uh, yesterday he threw the ball? off the backboard yeah, or like trying was, to inbound
0: yeah. it was he drunk or <laughs> I, I don't i don't know how to explain away that one that was a bad look like just give him the bounce pass and and avoid that but uh yeah definitely throwing it off your own backboard out especially of <laughs> especially when you're activated yeah that was not an activated <laughs> move i don't know if he can even say he was activated in that moment but uh seb what are you thinking about the lakers um, yeah, they're, they're in a little bit of a rut right now, but I actually want
1: to highlight another Lakers player who I absolutely love his energy right now, um, Rajon Rondo. We were watching the game the other night, and LeBron's in activation mode, and Rondo is in fuck it mode. Um, he basically, in the first quarter, the other game we watched the other night, he was 0 for 7 from 3 in the first quarter. Um, not a good three-point shooter, not a good shooter in general and then he goes out and bangs off like four threes in a row in the second quarter. I just love his effort right now, and he's, he's out of pocket. He's doing everything he can to get these guys to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, Rondo, I don't love Rondo chucking up 15 threes in a game because, like oh, you I'm, said, I'm you here got, for it. I'm here yeah, for it. You're into it. I'm, I'm not really into it, but I did see that Vegas has now moved. I know we all weighed in on this last week, but Vegas has now moved the betting line to Lakers making the playoffs. Uh, so I'm sorry, Lakers not making the playoffs is now minus 900. Uh, all three of us last week said that we did think they were going to make the playoffs. Does anyone want to change their opinion now? After no. seeing, you're sticking with it. You think they still will make the playoffs? I think they're four and a half games out as it stands. Um, with about 20 games left, maybe 22 games left. Dirty Mike, do you want to change your opinion? Um, I never like. Doubting LeBron, but I will officially go on the record
2: and say that they are not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think uh, their hearts are in. Yeah,
0: I'm actually, believe it or not, the, big, the biggest LeBron supporter probably around. Don't say it. Don't say it. I do not think the Los Angeles Lakers will be in the playoffs this year. Um, that is- just because <laughs> of the simple fact that LeBron is still getting his numbers and they can't beat the, the Suns. Like, he had – Twenty-eight they're just not a and good sixteen team. assists yeah. like they're just I've seen him drag some shit to the playoffs before and I don't think he can do it to the, with this team. Yeah. And knowing all the free agent moves that are pending this offseason, I just don't think there's a lot of heart to to get in the playoffs. Looking at it first round exit, I just don't think it's gonna happen. But um move on to another sports topic this weekend is the NFL combine uh I'll kick it over to Dirty Mike. Anything jumping out at you as you're watching these guys go at it? Um, haven't really watched much of it, just getting to like the you know, the Twitter updates, but
2: uh love my Ohio State guys showing out. Right. Yeah, Bosa and and all them. So that's uh that's like what I'm taking away from highlights. Uh who is that absolutely jacked
0: dude? Yeah. DK Metcalf, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that forty too. was impressive. Yeah. yeah, he shouldn't be able to move that fast, but like Zy- he Zy- can. <laughs> he is D.K. Metcalf, wide receiver at Ole Miss. Uh 433, mm-hmm. I believe, that, time that he ran. I yeah. believe it was a 4 40-yard dash. He's about six, what is he, 6-6, he six 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 three? I don't have his measurables on me, but uh, he's a big dude. I mean, he's jacked. He had a 40-and-a-half-inch vertical. Um, he put... Put up a bunch of reps on the 225. He's just an all, all-around unit. Like, you just can't, can't see how that guy isn't going to be an effective NFL player. I'm sure his draft <laughs> stock is rising. Uh, Seven that guy at all? Um, yeah, I actually do have a
1: takeaway. I've noticed, and this I think is from the beginning of time in the combine, that the guys wear those really tight spandex shorts. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think they should get rid of those and they should go to normal shorts because there's probably some guys that would have a lot better metrics and performance measurables if their junk wasn't basically fully exposed.
0: So you think having a big hog slows you down?
1: No, I'm saying I'm talking for the little guys. You're talking about mentally. Oh, so I'm talking you- about mentally. If, you are not, if you're not well-endowed well endowed in the penile region and you're wearing those spandex, you're not going to run as fast.
0: You think you're jump as high. ashamed? What's up? You'd be ashamed if you had to wear those in front of all the other people.
1: Yeah, because if I'm a scout, that's the first thing I'm looking at.
0: Just jump it back, uh DK Metcalf.
2: Just wanted to throw this out there. He's six foot three and three eighths, weighs two hundred and twenty-eight pounds, and he has a one point six body fat percentage.
0: Oh, that's that's impressive. That's impressive. I'm and he can move like that. I mean, I've watched a couple of games, um, definitely knew, like, he was good. He, he, like, took over one game that I was watching. But to, I think for guys like that, when you come up to this combine and you just show out like that, it does something for your draft stock, for oh, sure. for sure, dude. But uh, any other major takeaways from the combine? I, I know we had Dwayne Haskins as a Giant fan. I was looking at him kind of – a little bit. He looked good from what I saw, but I don't know how much you could take away from that. He ran well. Yeah, dude, the paper, I read the paper this morning on
1: the airplane because I was you know, business trip. I had to look professional. Yeah. Um They were saying that he's slower and has worse footwork than Eli Manning, and I just thought that was not a good way to start off with our new future quarterback. Feel like that's going to be a part of our team.
2: I, I feel like that's just dumb. Like, he ran a five-second 40, like He's not a runner.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, I don't care what my quarterback runs a 40 in. Like, he's not a runner, like Dirty Mike just said, but he, as long as he, he's going to be more mobile in the pocket than Eli is. Eli is a statue back there. So, like, he's more athletic than Eli, even if his straight 40-yard dash time didn't blow you away. Um, he's definitely a pocket passer, and I think he can move around. I'm not too worried about it, Seb, to be honest.
1: No, I'm not worried about his footwork. I'm worried about that the New York media is already shitting on him and he's not even a giant yet.
0: Yeah. Speaking of media kind of shitting on you and just theatrics in general, uh, last topic for this week of sports, Antonio Brown. You know, you can talk about Le'Veon Bell, just the whole Steelers organization as a whole, kind of just in complete disarray, uh, looking like they're going to lose their top two players from a season ago. Levion's already gone right he's he's said I'm free now sent out a tweet yeah and Antonio Brown doing all he can to get traded uh I'll kick it to Dirty Mike what do you think where do you think he ends up where do I think he ends up I don't know I've heard um
2: San Francisco right but I think regardless uh the whole uh, Antonio Brown situation, I think he's acting like an absolute asshole. Like, that's just my right. take on it. Um, dude, you have all the money in the world. <laughs> like, you're one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yeah. Like, what? what's wrong with you? And um, I just want to shout out uh, Juju smith there because I think he's only oh. going to be on the up-and-up after Antonio Brown
0: leaves. You think this is his time now? He's, to take
2: he's over? He is. He's legit. So good, man.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, I think he's going to take over. Did you see the Lyra Fitzgerald, like, little comment he made at, at Antonio saying, basically, you don't know how good you got it, where you're talking about Lyra Fitzgerald. Did he take a shot at Yeah, yeah saying, like, you know, you're, you're a Hall of Fame quarterback in Big Ben – and you want to be traded you don't know how good you got it coming from Larry Fitz who put together a no doubt hall of fame career with limited talent and yeah. quarterback the, his whole career but you got a hall of famer and big big Ben and you can't wait to get rid of him so uh that was kind of, I thought that was kind of interesting cuz he doesn't really say much <clears throat> really too so hearing him kind of come in with that perspective. Yeah, Larry Larry Fitt is professional. guest. so that kind of said something to me. What about you, Seb? you have any takes on the Steelers? Yeah, they're a
1: dumpster fire, but I think it's not the Steelers' fault. Like, Big Ben, he's been there forever. He's the leader. If he wants something done a certain way, he's going to get it done. Um, I think Antonio Brown's been watching too much of the NBA and thinking that he could just go wherever he wants and that he's not a part of a team or under contract. Um, I agree with Dirty. I think he's going to go to the 49ers. My two top teams I think he would go to is the 49ers with uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy GQ. And uh, I think he also – the Tennessee Titans, I think, would be a good fit for him as long as they get rid of Mariota because that guy fucking is terrible. But um, I think those would be the two best spots for him. Um,
2: if I'm any team in the NFL right now, I don't want him. Yeah. I think his the moves he's pulling is just straight out selfish problem in the locker room like you don't want that. It's not like you don't have a championship mentality when you're when you're causing all those problems.
0: Yeah, I mean I think he's talented enough where he's I mean a lot of teams are going to want him. He it reminds I'm sure it reminds a lot of people like TO situation. Yeah. But uh you just got to be careful with that stuff because as soon as that you're more of a distraction than you're productive on the field. Like, it's so easy to get rid of you then. And he wants to sign a mass, massive deal. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's going to get it. Someone's going to give it to him. I do think it, it's really funny that he, he needs to get traded,
2: and he's pretty much just – he's speaking it into existence that he's a free agent. He's, <laughs> he's,
0: letting everyone, he's letting everyone know he's signing with the team, but yeah, it's still up to the Steelers to, to deal him. Um, so, yeah. He is the guy I want on my team. I don't
1: care what shit he pulls. If I'm building a football team, I want a wide receiver that throws out egregious demands like Antonio Brown's doing. I want a quarterback who's laying pipe on the hottest supermodel in existence. And then I want my defensive players to be in the media for crimes that they have committed. And that's how you build a
0: championship football team. You want to be this like Cincinnati Bengals kind of on steroids. Like that's your model for for a franchise. Yeah, like I model franchise.
1: I want the controversy of LT. I want the the uh, the loud mouth receiver like TO and Antonio Brown, and then I want a good looking quarterback who can sling it and is all over the commercials. And that's my championship, you know, strategy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's been tried and true, <laughs> tried and true uh, scenario you just painted. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see where he ends up. Kind of problematic about the defensive players committing crimes, but right, no yeah. I, I mean, may
1: di- I may build my fantasy team that way this year. Now thinking about it, that's actually a pretty good idea.
0: Yeah. Now they they definitely put up numbers. We'll see how it turns into wins. The Steelers fall short with the triple Bs looking like they're going to separate. But uh, moving on into our Our kind of gambling corner, pretty big news in the gambling community coming out of the Oscars this week, kind of out of nowhere. um, If you haven't heard, it was uh, the best director was supposed to be Yorgos Lanthimos, who I don't even remember what fucking movie. Who cares? But uh, everybody was dumping their money on him because he was plus 4,000. He opened it plus 4,000 to win the best director award. And we got a hot tip. Hot tip. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to get. I was laying the base work, basically saying, you know, he was supposed to win. There's a rumor. I know somebody in the academy, this and that. Dump your money on it. End of the day, he doesn't even win the award. But the bigger story is all the books canceling bets, taking it off the book, the line moving to plus 4,000, him being the favorite. It was absolute mayhem, Oscar Sunday, about on this. And the takeaway that I had was, if I get told a tip, especially if it's something I know nothing about, I need to be on it. Oh, dude! And when it's plus four thousand, yeah, you gotta throw at least fifty, hundred yeah, bucks on exactly. it. Like that's you know, for for kids our age, like so tasty. Like Jake, it was so tasty, dude. I I was so jacked up thinking I might win twenty five three thousand dollars because i think i got it a little late i got it when it was like plus twenty five hundred but just if you give me a tip and you say i have inside information i will bet on it no matter what especially if i don't know anything about it i don't know how you guys feel about that but i need to be on the right side of it i won't be left in, left out on it what do you Would did you feel similar why dare you might oh yeah i definitely threw uh some money on it um
2: my whole take on the situation is, is that uh, I didn't need all that stress yeah. on an, uh, for, the, for the Oscars. Like, I, I haven't watched the Oscars ever. No, I never have either. But and, you know, just the highs and the lows of you think you got something uh, really good. And then, oh, the book canceled the bet. Like, <laughs> right. are you kidding me? But then the funniest thing, in my opinion, was at the end of the day, everybody's bets got canceled.
0: And then he actually wound up wound up not winning, so yeah, it, it ended up all being for not, but uh, it definitely put the gambling world up, up upended the gambling world. I, I, have a, I have
2: a little conspiracy about that. Let's hear it. I think that Yorgo's name was written on the card. I think he won, and all the books were freaking out about losing like that, you know, wow, thousand dollars per person. So they canceled the bets. But in the meantime, Vegas had their hand in the pot Wow! and told the Academy,
0: switch the name. You think Vegas has that kind of pull? I think Vegas has that kind of pull. I don't know if I want to live in a world where I believe that, but that is definitely a tasty conspiracy. I could see it. I could definitely see it. uh, You want to give your side?
1: Yeah, well, you know I'm a big conspiracy guy, so you just got me. You got my willy going right now, Dirty. You got the room. Yeah, you got this thing jumping right now. I'm actually in on you on the conspiracy. I'll take it even a step further. Your go won, but since it is the Oscars and it's all acting and putting on a show, they gave it to the other guy on TV. But really, Yorgo got the trophy and was partying it up afterwards with it. Uh, not sure if that's how it works, but. <laughs> and also, but just another thing, going back to this bet, because I know Dirty said all the books canceled it. Um, my fucking book didn't. So I actually lost $200 on it. One in um, America that yeah. didn't cancel it. Yeah, so my book lost, but um, and I lost the bet. But I was just thinking back on it. We were so blinded by the payout that – I feel like we all like overlooked the fact that you're not plus 5000 or plus 4000 like on accident like someone
0: put the odds on you because yeah. you're a fucking terrible director. Yeah, but we had the tip. That's the whole thing is I would have never even looked at that but somebody told me bet this you won't be you won't be sorry. So like if somebody does that to me I don't care what your odds are the the longer shot you are the better in my mind. I, if it was plus 10000 I would have done it. Once I have that inf- information, I need, I need a
1: concrete tip, and that was not concrete. That was far from it, man. That was that really hurt. I feel I don't know who the kid was that dropped the rumor or this tip, but uh, he disappointed
0: me. Yeah, I mean, I think we were all disappointed with the, the way the whole thing went. Uh, Dirty Mike, final thoughts on this on this topic? Yeah, I have a a major beef
2: with um, any sports book canceling bets. Because actually, yesterday I got another hot tip. My buddy Matt sent me a uh, a text. So on our book, uh, Aldridge, the over under, Aldridge, yep, the over under for his rebounds was twenty one and a half on, on our book.
0: Twenty one and a half for Lamarcus Aldridge, right? Absurd number, right? Yeah, definitely a broken. So number.
2: so broken line, whatever. So obviously. I took under 21 and a half. Open up the app Uh, an hour later. All the on uh, Aldridge canceled because of the broken line. That's not my problem. That's yeah. yours.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred
1: percent. That's a Will Chamberlain stat line right there. 20 rebounds.
2: Exactly. I mean, what is,
0: are, are we living in the wild, wild west over here? You can't just be taking things away. That's. If you I have don't have serious, honor if we don't have honor in our gambling what do we have I
2: have serious trust issues yeah. uh
0: oh, with my book right now a hundred percent all right that's gonna be it for the gambling corner oh no I'm sorry picks is yeah boys. we need picks we need picks we'll start with Sep. Uh, this is gonna come out Sunday night um so do you have a pick for Sunday? or where what do you got for us Mike
1: well I went I got. I banged out my first ever podcast pick. It hit, the Brooklyn Nets covered. Um, so I'm pretty pumped about that. But I know this is going to come out Sunday. Um, if, you, if this pod drops earlier, the game's at 7. It's the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Oklahoma City Thunder in OKC. Mike Connolly is not playing tonight. And we all know how these teams do when they lose their superstar. They fucking dominate. And OKC is on a back-to-back. Where they just traveled back home and now have to play again tonight. So, I really love Memphis plus ten tonight. And then that's kind of all I have. I don't really have anything for tomorrow just because there's no lines out for me to take. And I'm also crushing my Houston Rockets bet right now uh, against the Celtics. They're up by eighteen.
0: Do you want to elaborate? Because I don't know if everyone knows this. I feel like everyone doesn't know this, but I I'm in a hundred percent agreement on when the superstar for a team. Yeah. Oh yeah, so. Winning you Like
1: me to elaborate on this?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I know we definitely were, we've been doing some research, and we have, if you remember, the few examples that we we have of that actually. This is occurring. A, this is big, for listeners. Like, definitely take out a notepad yeah, and write yeah. this. Thing. And you're gonna want to this one. You're gonna want to know. Yeah. Ahead. So
1: James Harden was playing against the Golden State Warriors. I think it was what last weekend, maybe the weekend before. It was fr- um, he was a late scratch from the game. Did not play, and Houston goes out and wipes the floor with Golden State in Golden State. Um, not best player playing, they win. Anthony Davis sits out with a finger injury a couple weeks back. The Pelicans wash a dominant team that they had no business being on the court with, and they beat them. Um, so it is tried and true. It's also with players that um, get Gian- traded or big free agent signs.
0: Giannis missed a game oh, the Bucks on them a night. Uh- wasn't playing, and that was also money. So I do like, I mean, Mike Conley is kind of a fringe superstar. I don't know if you can, we'll see how it works out tonight, but I uh, definitely think there's truth in that fact. If you Mike see, Conley will have a statue
1: built outside the Memphis Grizzlies arena when he retires, I don't know about that.
0: We'll, we'll write it down for you. It's 10 in, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Dirty Mike, you have a pick for us.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give you guys a pick that you could actually use tomorrow night, uh, Monday, 7 p.m. I like NCAA basketball Syracuse at home against UVA. Wow. Yep, UVA is number two in the country right now. Yep. Uh, Syracuse plus six and a half, so lock that up. Can I
0: bet the farm on it?
2: Yeah, dude. Put, <laughs> can, can I? <laughs> put your, uh, put, definitely put your tax on this <laughs> one. My reasoning behind it is uh, Syracuse at home, solid team, and, uh, yeah, I think home field, home court advantage plays a big role. Huge,
0: in- especially for Syracuse, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. playing in the dome. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. All right. No, I like those two picks. So we got Memphis tonight, Sunday night, Syracuse tomorrow. Um, Sunday night could be your bailout. Monday night, get your bankroll built. Build that bankroll. Huge. Um, and that's going to do it for our gambling corner of uh, – Last week, we opened it up to some questions to the Vodka Broda's Instagram, so we got a few responses. Uh, I think Dirty Mike wants to run us through a few of the uh, entries that we got. Yep. So, uh, our first question comes from
2: Dan, and he asks, who's the best beer dye player in the group? Oh,
0: wow. Very contentious. Really just going to pin us against each other here out the gate. Hot first question. Uh, Very hot, Dan. I think... All right, I'll take this one first. And I think Dan is asking this question hoping that one of us says it's him, but that's not going to be me. Um <laughs> the first thing I have to say about beer die is it's a team sport. It's a two man. If you're not on the same page with your teammate, you're as good as dead. So, between FIFA rules, kicking it all, you know that you know how to play beer die. I'm not going to teach you, but our group I want to say it's me. And I know I shouldn't be, but That's I think, think you two might say that it's you. So I'm going to go ahead and say I think I'm the best beer eye player overall, top to bottom. Um, Step, 100%, my teammate, 90% of the games, and we win just about all the time. Step has a dynamite toss, uh, but you want to talk about in the trenches, playing defense, FIFA rules, no further than me, I believe. I mean, I'm tooting my own horn here, but I definitely think it's going to be me on that uh, that answer for Dan. Uh, we'll kick it over to Dirty for that next answer, wh- wh- who he thinks. Well, I'm going to say me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: This, is, this is unforeseen. I mean, I'm a big bet against – like, never bet against yourself right. guy. I have the most confidence in my game, so – I'm going to say it's made dynamite toss. I got really, really, really fast hands. So,
0: yeah. All right. So you're, you got yourself. I'm just going to throw it back to myself. I'm, I'm also super long with my arms. I mean, yeah, you could only <laughs> work with the gifts God gave you. Right, so. right. All right. So you're saying yourself. Um, Mike, what do you think? Oh, uh, could- yeah,
1: definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's no way around this one. Uh, I will give both of you guys credit. Um, definitely between the three of us, we are in the top three. But I think this is one of those like Jordan Lebron things. Like it's generational. You can't compare generations. Same uh, age, <laughs> John. You, me, and you. Our chemistry on on the tables is unbelievable.
2: I think um, it has a lot big. to do with that's chemistry. Big. Yeah. That's big. So
1: yeah, it's really it's a team sport though, but. Just I guess since everyone's tooting their own horn, um, I don't know anyone with a better toss than myself. I mean, the air I get, it's just like when it falls, it's like butter. I mean, it's just beautiful. Um, Defensively, I think I'm a weapon. I got, I think, really soft hands, which plays a huge part. Um, The one part of my game I really got to stop, though, is heading the die, hitting the die with my head. A couple reasons on that. One, it's just so good. People get annoyed at it, and John catches it every time. But the second thing is it really fucking hurts, and yeah.
0: um you, you can't, can't just lose I, as many brain cells so nah, every i'm working I'm head. working
1: with a limited batch of brain cells as it is, and every time that die hits my head, I'm like, uh just just begging for concussion protocol,
0: yeah, um but all right, so I don't think there's any shocking answers there. Everyone went with themselves. Uh, <laughs> Right, wait, uh, I can't wait for the weather to turn so we can get back out there, but let's roll into question two, Dirty boy. Yeah,
2: question two. This one comes from Anthony. He asks, if
0: you could marry one Instagram model, who would it be and why? Oh, wow. That is tough. That is a tough one. I mean, I'll I'll kick it off again. I spent, I mean, 30 minutes probably this morning just scrolling through Instagram model pages. Uh, it's just, it's so, it's too much now. There's so many of them out there, but... I'm gonna go with maybe an unsung pick, maybe no, maybe not too popular. Uh, her name is Liv Royalty. Look her up, L I V Royalty, and she's just dynamite. She's a West Coast gal. She's on, you know, she's always on a beach. She's she's tiny, but she's obviously an Instagram mile. She's hot, and uh, I don't know. She just seems like she lives a dope life. As well, she's, she's out with her friends drinking which i like and uh it's definitely not going to be a popular pick if you look her up but there's i just i'm in it for the law she's got a french bulldog that i like like she, i feel like we get along really well um so it's more it's more than meets the eye with her i would say dirty mike who, who is your pick um so mine is Anna
2: Louise. know uh, her do, name do, is. Do I know her? <laughs> uh, at official Anna Louise, and yeah, she's my pick because first of all, she's an absolute rocket. But I think she's um, if if we're talking about like marrying them, like she's as tasteful as it gets for an Instagram model. Like right. you know, I mean, maybe step. My I was thinking my Julia Rose. Like she's just dropping her cans. Yeah. out. Like, oh, that's yeah. not.
0: You can't marry.
2: that's like yeah. a fun time, maybe, but yeah.
0: <laughs> spend a weekend with her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Set, what do you uh? I'm going with uh Helen Owen. Um little weird though, she is married, so that kind of
0: She's off the market. Yeah. Does that
1: count? Does that pick still count if she's married already?
0: Yeah, it's your fantasy, brother.
1: Yeah, so it would be her. Uh nice brunette, glistening tan, seems like a natural tan she's got going on. Uh, I like nice legs. She's got a great set. Um, I think she's from down south, but she's got a smile that you. She's a take home to mom type of girl, and uh, yeah, that's just someone I could definitely get involved with. And she's not throwing ass around. She's not throwing her tits around. It's very, it's subtle, sexy, and that's someone I want to marry.
0: And this is definitely a a fine line. Those Instagram models, yeah, very fine. How like tasteful do I want to be? While still getting my point across that I'm on here to look hot. Getting those impressions. Right. Right. I need I need content that's gonna sell me, but also leave something for the imagination, I guess, is is what what you have to balance. Um, You gotta you gotta look
1: at it like this. The the Instagram models that like little clothing that they have on, not really something I could trust. But if you got if you got nice clothes on, it's a sexy picture. But you're somewhat clothed. I can respect that, and that's that's what I look for in an Instagram model.
0: All right, I, I think we covered that pretty well. Uh, any more? We yeah, got we have one more. Um, Nick wrote in and he asked the boys for their best dirty Mike stories. Yeah, this was a tough one for me. I still don't think I have the right answer here, but uh, there's just there's a lot that there's a lot of memories that come to mind. And this isn't end all, be all, like, they're in the future. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, maybe we'll, we'll turn this into something where we try and recap a memory every once in a while, but the one I got that's kind of fresh in my mind just kind of was Super Bowl Sunday after Saturday night at the bars. Uh, Dirty Mike wakes up with, with no keys. So, uh, you know, could be in a number of places. Definitely check the home base first, not there. We're, we're thinking it's in a bar. Uh, so, what me, Dirty Mike, and Matt had to do was drive back and retrace our steps, looking in these bars in the light of day and the moving on Super Bowl Sunday. Which is
2: a scary oh,
0: Dude, it was – like, people are eating their lunches at these places where I was just throwing back shots. <laughs> like, I don't know how to- <laughs> scrub at these places to make them habit- habitable. Is that even a fucking word? But people are, like, eating – Eating lunch, like it's not a fucking Finley's of Green Street. But either way, uh, we had to go to like this fence behind a church trying that, to yeah. that, that was hopped the night before. No luck there, but finally went to a bar and was able to locate these things. And when I tell you, you want to see pure happiness, you should have seen Dirty Mike's face the moment that those keys were pulled out. It was a kid on Christmas times 10. And, uh, got to celebrate with a nice nice fresh beer at a brewery local brewery and uh really set the tone for what was a really great Super Bowl Sunday so yeah. just a nice memory for uh with Dirty Mike on that day. If I could jump in, I think the best part about that day was just the intensity
2: of the highs and lows. Yeah. Like being absolutely buckled from a hangover and you can't find your keys. And I'm talking house keys. I'm talking <laughs> Multiple car keys <laughs> yeah. and like uh, my aunt's house key. Like I'd have to break that. To yeah, her. it's a
0: bitch. Absolutely low point. And then finding them. Oh my god, the bliss. Yeah. Now you were you called your mom like minutes after get recovery. It was it was a beautiful thing. And uh, like I said, and that was right before the Super Bowl, so we had a nice positive energy going to the Super Bowl. And uh, everyone won their bets that day. It was just a good all-around day, but capped off with finding those keys. So that's gonna be my Dirty Mike story for today. Yeah, I like that story yeah. a lot. Yeah. All so, right, so what do you got for bets? I, I
1: got a I got a dark Dirty Mike story. It's like okay. uh, Dirty Mike's alter ego, if you will. Um, so I didn't want to say this was like last year. We um we went out in Babylon, which is unlike us, okay. and um we were doing some of our best drinking that night. Um, and just like a fast i mean rewind a little bit before we went out dirty mike and uh the family of his they went out to some mexican restaurant we're really whining and dining and then he came out with us afterwards so he already kind of had a little bit of a liquored up body if you will so we were doing our drinking it's getting pretty late in the night and um everyone's having a good time we're all dancing hanging out and then dirty mike kind of slips away and disappears and anytime someone in our group disappears you know Search party goes up, Coast Guard, we gotta find him. So uh, I gather the boys and we go outside and look for him. And sure enough, Dirty is up against the wall with like one foot up on the wall, like real, like drug dealer back alley type of look. And we're like, Dirty, what's up, man? And he goes, uh, I just sold my ID off for like 150 bucks or something. So he sold his own personal ID to some kid. I guess it was in the works for a while. And then um, so after that, we kind of just be like, all right, well, you don't have an idea anymore. Let's try to get you home because he was pretty banged up. So I take him back to my house in an Uber and we are not we are two houses away. And this kid has this look in his eyes like he's about to blow it. He's about to puke. So he's like, I think I'm going to throw up. And the Uber Uber driver's like, please don't do it in the car. Um, We're almost there. I'm like, dirty, don't do it. And sure enough. He can't hold it. He blows chunks all over the Uber. And then so the guy jams on the brakes. He lets us out. He basically yells at us to get out. And Dirty like falls out of the car, buckles onto the grass, and is just still throwing up. Um, And I believe he had like a salmon color shirt on. So it was dark. So I walked him the two houses down back to my house. and We get him in the basement and we like throw all his clothes in the shower and i noticed something was off cuz his salmon shirt was now like a light blue so i asked him like dirty you threw up blue and he goes yeah he goes i had blue mexican ice cream <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it was just his clothes were covered in it they stayed in the shower he slept like a baby right after that um but that's my that's my most fondest dirty mike memory just going from selling off his id to some high school kid outside the bar the blowing blue ice cream, Mexican ice cream, out of his mouth all over the Uber, and it was a pretty expensive uh, Uber ride. It was about a hundred dollars in cleanup fees.
0: But well, he got the ID on this yeah. uh, on the Uber. <laughs>
2: uh, my apologies for that. Um, yeah, what I have to say to that if if you can't have you know if you can't handle me at my lows, like you don't deserve to have me at my highs. So
0: isn't that the truth? <laughs> uh, that's a great way to put things. And then uh, I guess we're gonna end things with a. Like we always do, best thing Dirty Mike ate this week. What do you got for us, Dirt? All right. So, yeah, I had to think about this one for a
2: while, but um, yesterday I was in uh, New York City, left the. You Ever know, heard of it? Yeah. Uh, the Big Apple. <laughs> uh, not a big deal. So, whenever I go in there, I, I try to, you know, bring the boys, you know, some good home cooked food because, you know, it, it's expensive living in New York City, so my aunt actually made us uh, sausage and peppers, big Ooh. platter of sausage and peppers, and uh, we were pretty buckled. And around you know dinner time, we heated heated this oh, this nice. tray up of sausage and peppers, and it just hit the spot, man. It sounded like
0: it brought it probably brought everyone back to life. And like, just, second dude, wind, yep, and and a nice.
2: Uh, Loaf of semolina bread, dude. Jeez, oh, and it—it's a meal that I've had countless times. But sometimes it's not what you're eating; it's the people that like, you're eating it That's with.
0: Beautiful, yeah.
2: Wow. Kind of poetic, I know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just an unreal atmosphere. Atmosphere with some of my uh, best friends. So that is the best thing I ate this week. Beautiful.
1: Thirty. That was beautifully said. Thank you. That was that was really nice. That's like one of those. Uh... Those sayings that you put up around the house.
2: Right. I might have to put that on a, yeah. a poster. Put
0: it on some home decor, maybe. Yeah, some decor, <laughs> dude. But uh all right. With that, I think we're gonna conclude episode two. Yeah. Anybody um, got any closing remarks?
2: I just want to thank uh all the listeners that wrote in. Um and I'm looking forward to some more questions. I like that segment a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's uh let's keep that going. If you got any more questions you want us to answer, go ahead and write into the vodka bros Instagram. Uh and we're looking forward to episode three. Seth, you got anything before we go?
1: Yeah, just a little news for our listeners. Um, we are officially on Spotify and on iTunes. Our podcast is there, so that's where you could reach us and give us a listen. So that's pretty exciting stuff. I think we, uh, we're one step closer to being in the big leagues.
0: Right. We're, we're, in the, we're in the game now.
1: We're on the dance floor. Now all we got to do is dance.
0: All right. Um, I think we're, we're going to get our dancing on right now. Uh, but uh, all right, boys. Good, good job, Seb Enjoy your week in Baltimore, man.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: All right, later. Uh, We'd like to know a little bit about your profile. We'd like to help you learn to help
1: yourself. Later. Look around
0: you, always see a sympathetic guy. Roll around the ground to take me along. I'm to you, Mrs.
1: Robinson. Jesus does keep my own. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson.
2: Robinson. Robinson.